Everyone should be in their zone of genius Mm -hmm. on your team, including you. Don't be doing things that you don't want to do. If you really just are like not looking forward to doing something or dreading a specific task, that's not for you. Someone else can be doing that in way less time and enjoying it. Hey, welcome to the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast where it is my goal to help you see what is possible for your business, for your life, and for the sales that are going to get you there. Get ready to be inspired and supported while you launch and grow your health and wellness business. I'm Nicole Kramer, coach, sales expert, and health and wellness fanatic. Each week, I will be having amazing guest experts that will share with us their knowledge on mindset, money, how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard. You can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. So there are two types of coaches. Those who take the chance that they're going to be able to handle the sales call successfully and those who prepare for a sales call so that they know exactly what to say to get the outcome they want more often. It's really frustrating to be in a conversation where someone is interested in working with you, but you just don't know the right things to say to move the conversation forward and help that person make a decision. Whether it's a conversation that's leading to a sales call or a conversation that is on the sales call, you know you could make the sale if you just knew exactly what to say. And that's what I want to help you with. I know exactly how to talk directly to the part of a person's brain that helps them make a decision instead of being stuck in maybe land. And I want to teach you how to do it too. Just imagine the next time you're on a sales call and you know exactly what to say and you are able to effortlessly support the other person in making a decision that they already want to make to hire you. I want you to join my free masterclass on March 22nd to get the lowdown on how to use the right words to completely change the outcome of your conversations and give yourself a fair advantage to get the results you want more often. That means more clients, more sales, and a healthier world, and everybody wins. Go to the link in the show notes to sign up for this free masterclass that's happening on March 22nd, and I want to see you there. Plus, as a gift for attending the masterclass, you're going to receive done-for-you scripts and phrases that you can use to open and start conversations with the right people who are interested in working with you so that you can book more sales calls and get more clients. Go to the link in the show notes and get signed up, and I'll see you on March 22nd. Hello, hello, hello. I am so excited to be here. So welcome to all my sales superstars that are here with us. I am super excited for this interview, as I always am for my interviews, because I just really have the coolest people on all the time. And tonight, I have one of my coolest and one of my favorite people, my girl Carly Greiner is here with me. So Carly is my VA. She is my voice, <laughs> my, my voice in the written word, and has been a part of the Healthy Steps with Nicole team for a little over a year now. We just celebrated our first year together, so woo-woo, and I'm excited to have her here tonight just because she's awesome. By the way, we call her Carl, so you will not hear me refer to her as Carly. That's probably the only time that I'll say it. Um, <laughs> We call her Carl, and uh, I'm excited to have her here tonight because she and I are going to have a really cool conversation about things that are going to be very valuable to all of you who are looking to build and grow your team as an entrepreneur, and you'll hear some of the stories about she and I and how we work together and what our journey has been like over the last year and a half as well. So, Carl, welcome. Why don't you tell us a little bit about you and uh, fill everybody in? Well, thank you. I will do that. Um, Right now, I'm a business coach, and I specializing copywriting and content. That's where I came from. And now I just teach other people how to do the same thing. And like Nicole said, we have been working together for a little over a year and it's the best. So I am super passionate now about 
teaching other people how to build their teams and what to look for in team members because it's a game changer, which I think everyone who has the right team or even maybe the wrong team can attest to that it can be really amazing or it can make things even worse. So I think it's super important to talk about this and hopefully it will give you some tips to go out and find the perfect team for your business. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like, it's a, it's a make or break. For sure. Like a thousand percent. Yes. I agree. Not just, I mean, even just, first of all, first and foremost, I think having team in and of itself, like we're going to talk about having the right team, which is super important, but just getting behind the mindset of having team as an entrepreneur is either going to make or break you. Yeah, I totally agree. I talk a lot about avoiding the solopreneur life because I just feel like it's so difficult to do anything alone and something as lucrative as a successful business really can't run with just two hands. We need multiple people on deck and everyone shows up with different strengths, which we've seen in our team. And it really can make a difference in the success of a business. Yeah. And and I mean, I'm sure this is what we're going to talk a lot about tonight, but like you want to hire people who have strengths that you don't have, because if you're hiring somebody who's doing exactly what you can do, then you're, you're actually paying somebody to do something that you could be doing. Right. And it, although there is a lot to be said that um, there are a lot of things you shouldn't be doing in your business, even though you can be doing them. Yeah. But I think you, you hinted on the strengths thing, and that that's a big piece of it. And we can talk about what what we know about each other now that we know yeah. our strengths a lot better as well. That's a that's a fun story to tell. So just a little backstory. Like I said, Carl and I have been working together for um, a little over a year. She's part of the Healthy Steps with Nicole amazing team. Some of you know I have two Carlies, so they are my Carlies angels, and that could not be more true because <laughs> they are my everything. And as we found out, well, I'll just go ahead and, and cut to the chase. Now, as we found out recently, we took a strengths test as a team. And I hired a company to come in and do these assessments with us because we've worked together for uh, the three of us um, over a year now and wanted to see how we're a well-oiled machine. I'll be honest. My Carly's are absolutely amazing. The work that they do is just, uh, there's no way I could be doing any of this for any of you without them. And I wanted to take it to the next level, if you will, and see where we know we work well together already. How can we enhance that? How can we improve that? So we all took these strength tests and it was so laughably amazing because each of us took our own personal assessment and got our own personal results. And then the guy who I hired to do this test um, also read results to us as a team and taught us how we can work better together. And it turns out I hired the two perfect Carlies that are exactly the opposite of me in every way, in the best way, because who I am and who they are uh, complement each other very well. So um, that was a fun experience. What, what was your what was your take on all of that, Carl? Oh, my gosh. I just remember Carly and I looking at each other like 12 times and cracking up because it was so accurate. And it was nice, too, because we learned things about each other that maybe there are things that Carly does that she would rather I do or that I have I'm more inclined to do and vice versa. So while it was hilarious and it was really fun just to go through that, it was way more helpful, I think, than any of us anticipated. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I didn't realize it would be so um, for me, it was like, oh, my gosh 
that's why I do what I do. And and it, it felt a little liberating to have you guys hear the same thing about me. And just for all of us to understand each other better. And I definitely know that it enhanced how we all work together. And then just to see how the two of you really clicked in so many ways. And just so all of you know, there was a time where we were, again, just evaluating everything we do as a team. And we wrote down all of our tasks individually that we do each day in our business, like Monday through Friday. What do I do? What does Carl do? What does Carly do? And then we were going to do like a task swap. You know, we wanted to, again, optimize who we are as a team, how we operate as a team. And so in this task swap, I was super excited. I'm, I'm writing all my tasks down. It took me a lot longer than them. <laughs> not because not I do more, but it, it was just a tough exercise <laughs> for me. And by the time I got done, I was like, okay, now do you guys want to do the task swap? And they both looked at me and they were like, yeah, we already did it. We, we switched yeah. everything that needed to be switched. We're good. We're done. We're done. <laughs> it was like, if I, and I know we have a, a lot of other things to talk about here as well, but if I could talk about the importance of team and having the right team and having a supportive team, there are so many times I have felt the amazing support from both of you. And certainly in that moment, I was like, I have an even better team than I realized. Like you guys just took it out of my hands and did it all and swapped things. And I sometimes forget how good I have it because I don't need to think about things in my business that you guys think about for me. Sure. Yeah. I think a lot of the time, especially once you've been together a while, it sounds like we're all married to each other. We have, right? But (laughs) once you have been working together for a long time, I think it's super easy at that point to anticipate what you are going to need support with, especially when your roles are clear, which is super important. There should not be any like muddiness around what your tasks involve. But I think for Carly and I, we're both, she's probably in the comments. I think we're both just so accustomed to our routine and we know what needs to get done that it's pretty easy to just do it before you even ask. Not to say that a new team member couldn't do this, but I think once you get in the groove of things as a team, like you said, it's like a well oil machine. We're just chugging along every day and just yeah. Just things go. Well, and like you said, once you know each other, it is like we're in a, you know, in a, in a marriage that we've been in for a while because in a, in a good way, yeah. because even like coming to our team meetings, it's like you guys know that I'm going to come with like about 800 million ideas. Yes, you are. <laughs> and you now know that you're going to have to shut me down and help me focus <laughs> on like, by the way, for all of you that I coach and I tell you that focus is important. It's because practice doing it all the time myself. We're entrepreneurs. We're visionaries. We come up with all these fun ideas, um, but focusing on what's important right now is really helpful. And and fortunately, I have an amazing team that helps me do that. And, you know, it's not just about investing in a team member to do work for you. It's about investing in that team member. Yes. Right. Not just paying what you're paying them to work for you each month, but are you investing time in them? Are you investing like even just, you know, the the test that we did, the strengths test, it was like, I see an opportunity here to make this investment in our team being better together. So investing in your team time-wise, energy-wise, financially, because you it, it's fun. I, th- I think it's fun because it's not what I thought it was when I first started with a VA a couple of years ago. I thought it was just, I told this person what to do, they did the tasks, and then I didn't see it as them being a part of my team. Right. Not that not that I was like excluding them. It's just I still saw myself as a solopreneur in many ways. It's just they were the person that handled the stuff that I didn't know how to do. Yeah. And now I see it so much differently. And it's a fun experience. Like, 
you know, there's some team meetings where it's like we have a lot of stuff that we have to handle and it, it feels more. And then there's sometimes where it's like we just kind of goof off and, and have more fun. Yeah, it's true. I I had this written down, actually. It should kind of feel like you're friends to a certain extent. Not that we're not friends, but even when you start to work with someone, you should have that rapport where it's just easy to talk to each other and yep. it's easy to go through the checklist of things that need to be discussed and it doesn't feel like ugh, when you get off a call with them, you know, right. you should be like, I really don't want to meet with this person today. You know, like that feeling shouldn't be there. And I think all of my clients, regardless of what side of my business it's in, I could go out to dinner with them. I mean, we've been out together many times, but, you know, you could go <laughs> for a drink or you could go, you know, on a boat ride or something, you know, like we did, but you should be able to have that experience with them without it being like, right. Spend this much time with them. Right. You know? like, so I think it's important. Yeah. Yeah. And, and on the flip side, you know, like investing in your team, they should give a shit about what you do. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I love it. That's, yeah. it's, it's totally true. I mean, they should totally give a shit about what you do because there needs to be buy-in. And, and we've talked many times about this as a team as well, like the values of, healthy steps with Nicole, the company, like we are a company. This isn't just me on my own. We're, we're a company. We're doing this together and having aligned values, you know, like I'm not trying to hire somebody who's like, I don't want to have specific like requirements necessarily with health, but like I'm, I work with health coaches. Like you need to be mindful about your health and your wellness. If you're going to work with our team, because that's a value of our company. That's a value of our clients. And so we want to be aligned in every way. So the people that you hire need to also be aligned with your values as a company. So I think that's just even another tangent that we won't go off on too much, but knowing what your values are as a company and your, your mission and vision for your business is important to your hires as well. Yes, I agree. And I think it kind of ties into the niche argument from all sides of business where, you know, when I started working with you, I was only working with female coaches Mm -hmm. because I come from a background in education and I care about that. And most of the coaches I worked with were either in the business or wellness space because those are things I give a shit about, you know, you shouldn't be working with like a random, like you would never catch me working for like a sports company because I don't know anything about sports. It's not a passion of mine. I can appreciate it. Of course, I can appreciate athletes, but it's not something that I have known well enough to work with. And it's hard to find the right team member at times because of that requirement, Mm -hmm. which is a bummer. But once you do, the difference is wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a total game changer. So, and I know you have a couple of things to share with what's important about building the right team for your business. I want to tell a little bit of our backstory and I I know we have a a little bit already, but the way you came into my world was, and this is probably going to play into what you're going to share. I did not know when I first started hiring VAs a couple of years ago, what I was looking for. I was like, I just, I knew one thing for sure. I'm not a tech person. So I needed somebody that could build yeah, I need I needed somebody and thank God we have Carly for that, right? Hi Carly, by the way. I know we already said hi. She is in the comments. So Carly. Hi, Carly. I knew I needed somebody to handle like the website stuff, the opt-in pages, like that kind of stuff. And I just I didn't know what else I where else I needed support. So I started with that and and that was fine. And then I started to see other areas where I was punishing myself and making myself wrong for not doing certain things in my business 
but it turns out I don't do them very well. And I shouldn't have been doing them. And when that finally dawned on me, because I was working with a coach, and I always have been working with a coach who said to me, hey, Nick, you don't need to do this. Why don't you find somebody who can do it for you? Here's what it was specifically. Most of you know, I'm, I'm a talker. I like to talk. I can get on, give me a couple bullet points, and I will go on and on forever and unscripted, right? Talking is my thing. If you need me to write an email, and Carl's <laughs> probably going to laugh, and Carly behind the scenes right now is probably going to laugh. If you need me to write an email, good luck waiting. Yeah. It's, it's not no. going to happen. If you need me to write a post, if, that, if my fingers need to touch a keyboard, it's going to be a difficult process for me. But I used to make myself so wrong for that. And I used to think, oh my God, what's wrong with me? Like, I should be able to do this. I'm a bad business owner if I can't. And finally, working with my coach, she said, well, what do you do well? I said, I talk. And she said, then why don't you just talk into an app and have it transcribe what you're saying and then have somebody write the post for you from that? And I was like, that's a thing? That's a thing? And I got so excited because I realized, oh, my God, that would make my life so easier. I have stories galore. Yes, putting, um, putting, putting my thing right, putting my fingers to keyboard. It's funny because Carl. That's another thing I love about my team. Carl and Carly will remind me that all the time. I had a breakthrough a couple months ago, and I was like, "You guys, did you do you feel like I'm a storyteller?" And both of you were like, "No, um, you're, you're just now connecting with this." So I was like, "I think I tell good stories," and you were like, "Yeah, how do you think I write all the stuff that I write?" Right. So that was a big connection for me when I realized I can just say it to somebody and they can write it for me because my fingers aren't going to go to the keyboard and do it. And that's how Carl came into my world. I started looking, realizing I didn't even know it was called a copywriter. I was like, I just need somebody that can write my stuff for me. But here's where I was really connected. And here's why Carl is so amazing for many reasons she is. I was really, really specific about it needing to be my voice, needing it to be my words. I didn't want, because I thought a copywriter was somebody that just wrote it for me. It turns out they capture my voice and they use my words to do that. And I didn't even know that was a thing. And so I was like, oh my gosh, this can be a thing. So I went through a couple hires before I got to Carl. And sometimes we learn through contrast. And I had to learn that those were not the right hires for whatever reason. And then Carl came into my world. Actually, one of those hires that didn't work out found you for me. It was sure. amazing. Yeah. She said, I want to help you find the right person because it's clearly, you know, um, not something that, that's going to work for us. So she helped me find you. And it was amazing how quickly you were able to capture my voice because there's times where I'll read one of my posts, by the way, full transparency, Carl writes all my posts. If you're writing, if you're reading something that's in written form, it was typed by Carl. It was written by Carl. It came from my voice at some point. But ultimately what happened is she just captured my voice, listened to me, listened to a lot of what I said. I share a lot of stories with her and she creates my content from that. And that was really important to me to make sure that what was being written was still coming from me. And Carl does that beautifully and amazingly. And uh, thank you. Thank you. I don't, I, think I don't say it enough. It's important to note also, just for all of you listening, that you are not a bad writer. It's just not the best use of your time. And that is the key. If it's not the best use of your time, someone else should be doing it. If it's taking you like two hours to do something that would take someone else 20 minutes, it shouldn't be on your plate. And I think that's where it comes in with your business. Yes, I would agree with that. And the analogy that I might use is, and and thank you for saying that, because you're right. If I look back sometimes on my posts, I'm like, well, that was actually pretty good. Like, I'm actually a really good writer. It's just going to take me so long. In a similar way, like, 
I'm not a good oil changer. Yeah. <laughs> that might not be the best analogy, but that's what just came to me. Like, I, it just, I don't have any business changing my own oil. I go to somebody to do that for me. And then it's done in like 45 minutes or less. And I don't have to spend five hours trying to watch a YouTube video, figuring it out with oil all over me. Um, I don't, I'm not a good hair doer, right? I go to somebody else to take care of that for me. It's just not my jam. It's not my special sauce. So I think that's a good, a good point to make as well. We don't have to be bad at something to delegate it. It's just, is it taking you more time than it should? Because what's your time worth as the business owner? Your job is to drive the business forward and spend the, mo- the bulk of your time doing that. And uh, delegating the rest. That's what a smart business owner does. Yeah, everyone really, and I think this is where the Colby assessment came in also, everyone should be in their zone of genius mm-hmm. on your team, including you. Don't be doing things that you don't want to do. Yep. If you really just are like not looking forward to doing something or dreading a specific task, that's not for you. Yeah. Don't be doing that. Yeah. Someone else can be doing that in way less time and enjoying it. Yep. Because if you're not enjoying it energetically, it's taking you out of the game on some level. Oh, yeah. It's hurting you in some other area because you're just you're resenting it on some level if you're not enjoying doing it. So here's the other beautiful thing. And I always like reminding people this. You get to support another woman doing something that she loves doing and that she's really good at doing. Everybody wants to use the hashtag women supporting women, and then their actions don't align with what they want to believe that they're actually doing. They're like, I love supporting other women. Do you? Because why are you still trying to do that thing that you're not good at? Go find a woman who does it really well and pay her to do it for you. That's a beautiful way for us to all support each other Mm -hmm. and keep yourself in the zone of what you do best. And that's how you'll grow your business. That's how things will take off for you is when you stay in your lane of what you do best. And then support women to do the things that they do best in the areas of business where you need the support. Yeah, it's true. I think during our team retreat, I probably said stay in your lane like a hundred times. Yeah. Because that's what everyone should be doing. Stay in your lane. If you are a coach and you hate writing your emails or you hate setting up landing pages or things like that, don't do it. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Show up on a coaching call. Yeah. Be on video if that's your jam or podcast or YouTube or whatever your preferred medium is, do that instead and let someone else take care of the things that you really hate doing because then everyone is happy. And I dare say you will probably make more money because of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because you get to stay in the spaces where you feel really good about staying in and you're supporting another woman to do those things for you in the area that she does well in. And it's a win-win for everybody. And just a side note that came up for me just now. Another great person to hire for your business is somebody who likes to just keep you in your lane and tell it like it is. Carl will be the boss of me and tell me when I'm not doing something that I need to be doing or I'm doing like stay in your lane. Like, and you're right. You'll, you'll be very, but that's something I told you that I want you to do. Yeah, sure. Tell me what I need to hear. Right. Yeah. I think that's part of like the get along factor also, because I'm never like, oh, if I tell Nicole to stay in her lane, is she going to not want to work together anymore? Like, I know that we respect each other enough for me to be like, okay, I need you to shelve 799 of these ideas. We'll take one from the 800 that you came to our meeting with. And let's focus on this first. And neither of us are going to be like, ugh, I cannot believe she said that, like to each other, you know? Right. So you have a solid relationship to start out with. It's a lot easier to have that person on your team 
And yeah. I think it also comes down to like personality and things like that. Like the the other Carly is much sweeter than me, and she <laughs> she probably wouldn't be like pump the brakes about stuff. But that's in my nature. So if you want someone like that, you need to make sure that you're looking for someone like that. What if you had a plan that you could follow every single day so that you knew how to get more clients? Literally a sales plan so that you knew what revenue generating activities to engage in every day so that you could be getting more clients. Well, you are in luck because I have a free customized sales plan for you. Yep, that's right. You can sign up for a free customized sales plan with Team Healthy Steps with Nicole, and we will help you create a customized plan for you and your business so that you know every single day what you need to be doing, how many times you need to be doing it so that you are working towards getting more clients. And it's free. Go to the link in the show notes, sign up for the call, and we can't wait to help you out. It's our big vision to make this world a healthier place. And we know that when we create a plan for you and you know what you need to be doing every day and all you need to do is implement that plan, that we are well on our way to making this world a healthier place. So go to the link in the show notes, sign up, and we can't wait to talk to you. That's what we rely on you for. Because if I can just share at our team retreat, so we've had a couple, we're we're actually due for another experience soon. Do you remember the laughter yoga that we did? Yeah. Like, I think it was last spring. We we do things that are not business related either. Like we, um, we have fun. I I mean, honestly, I, I, I think we should even have more fun and do it more often, but we do need to do business obviously. But we have fun in other areas. And one of the things that we did at our team retreat is, we did work and we had, you know, we had some things that we accomplished, but we also had a lot of fun. But here's the thing that just came up for me. And Carly knows this because Carly and I have done our own work, you know, staycations before where we've gone somewhere and we've worked together. And I will get so consumed by whatever we're doing. I'll just forget to like, I know where this is going. <laughs> I'll forget to like, order food or like take us somewhere to eat. Like not because I'm not hungry, but because, and Carly is the same way. Like God bless her. She and I will just get in a vortex of like, we'll be working and working and working. And if I don't go like grocery shopping beforehand for the weekend to at least where we have food in the refrigerator, Carly and I have almost starved before. I'm not, I'm not (laughs) proud to admit that, but when we were on the team retreat in Hilton Head, the three of us, I don't think we would have eaten if Carl wasn't there. And we put her in charge of like, at a certain point, she was like, okay, we need to start thinking about food now. So we've got about two hours. Who needs to get ready? What do you need to do? And where are we going to go? Right. And that's what I like. My ADD brain is like, I need that. I need somebody to like, keep me on point and keep me focused. So that's a part of like what we rely on Carl for, because between Carly and I, I don't know that any of that would get done. Yeah. Listen, life hack, have someone on your team who is hangry. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Put it in the application process. Do you hear from Hanger? Yes. You can be on the team. Yes. You can be on our team. Yeah. Because I I mean, listen, I love food, but like, I just, I get distracted very easily. And next thing I know, it's like, oh God, it's nine o'clock. Can we even order from anywhere right now? Everything's closed. And that has literally happened to Carly and I before. So thank you, Carly, for continuing to put up with me. And thank (laughs) you, Carl, for really filling a need there that we have that uh, we don't starve. I can stick to a schedule with the best of them, I can tell you. <laughs> well, that's what we learned about you from your strengths test. You're good at systems. You're good at schedules. That's what we love you for and need you for. So why don't you tell us? I know you've got a couple things to share about how to build the right team for your business, which as with everything we've shared, I think people are starting to understand how important that is and hopefully see how fun it can be to have team. Like, I love my Carly's, my Carly's angels, if you will, because that's uh, that's really what they are. 
And um, it's important to bring people in that you enjoy being around. I think that's a big piece of it. So what do you have for us? So I think my number one all around takeaway, if you take nothing else away from building a team, is to have a little bit of patience with it. Because more than likely, the first team members that you hire for any role may not be the best fit. Right. And it's okay. I always relate this type of relationship kind of like dating because you have to kiss a few frogs before the prince shows up. And that's how it is with team members too. I've dealt with it in my own business. I know Nicole has dealt with it before hiring me and a couple of other team members. And that's just the way that life goes. Sometimes you have a perfect fit and sometimes you don't. And the other thing I think patience comes into play with is even if you hire the right team member, it may take a little bit of time for them to get into the swing of things with your team. I know it took me a little while just with, you know, social media routine and email routine and just things like that, you know, just logistics that you can't possibly know in the first seven days, whether it's going to work out or not. Well, and a lot of that too, you and I, I was willing to scrap what I'd been doing so that we could create something together that worked for us. And you and I had a couple of different meetings where we just strategically were like, what do we want the Instagram strategy to look like? What do we want the Facebook strategy? And we kind of created that together so that it worked best for both of us. Yeah, it's true. And I think it's important to have that sort of mutual courtesy because from my perspective, if you were using a strategy before that I just 100% knew was not going to be effective for your business, mm-hmm. you should be able to come to each other and just say, this is not the best use of your social media strategy. Here is what you should be doing for your business. Here is how your Instagram can work for you, you know, whatever it is that you do. And I think it's important to have those types of conversations without just being the delegator which you have always been really good about. But like you said, you know, a couple of years ago, it wasn't always that way. And sometimes you have to learn. It's a learning process. It's a learning process for everyone. It is. Well, and now I'm like, you tell me what's best. Like I hired you for this role. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know how to tell you what to do. How can we do this best? And what is your, and and you know, I come to you all the time. I'm like, what should this reel say? Yeah. Yeah. Or what should this thing be? Or, hey, um, and this is another thing that I think is really important when you're hiring, if I can speak to this, when you're hiring, asking people, like, do you feel like you're more of a yes person that's going to complete tasks? Or are you going to contribute as well? Like, are you able to come to the table with your own ideas and your own suggestions? Because that's what I'm hiring for. And obviously, Carl, you know, she does that really well. And that's one of the things that I was looking for besides just are you a copywriter? And she'll come to me like last year. It was December when I started my podcast. I want to say it was like January, February. You came to me and you were like, okay, your podcast is awesome. We need to promote this more than we already are. Yeah. And and I, it wasn't even on my radar. It wasn't something I was thinking about. I knew I had a podcast. I knew we were promoting it. But that was like so amazing for me to have you come through and say, hey, we need to promote this in a new way and in a better way. And so we created an extra part of our strategy on Instagram to where we were able to start really putting that in the uh, in the mix. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it's important. This kind of ties in like the hiring team members who give a shit thing, because going on autopilot as a copywriter or tech VA or whatever it is, can be really detrimental to the team and to the business. Because if you aren't willing to contribute or recognize maybe when things could improve, what's the point of having the team? Right. 
Yeah, yeah, like I can't pretend like I know everything that's going on or I have like I don't and I don't want to because again it goes back to staying in your staying in your lane. lane. Um you tell me what's going on on that end because that's that's your role. So fill me in what should we do there? And I love knowing that I can come to both of you in your area that you work on and say what do we need to do here? What's best? Right? And as a team we come up with solutions. Like I just have to brag on my team and I I mean, I could brag on them in so many ways, but before I let Carl go, I'm going to interrupt her again and say, um, or before I let her go on, I'm going to interrupt her and say, last Monday, most of you know, dun, 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 Facebook oh, yeah. and Instagram shut down. Right? <laughs> we had the, the big shutdown, the big, oh my gosh. And we have our team meetings on Mondays on Zoom. So, so the social media shutdown didn't affect us, but I get on the meeting and, and um, I don't write the agenda for our meetings. I don't want to. It's not, it's not an area that I'm going to be best in. So I get to show up for the meetings and do my part and contribute. So I get on the meeting and these two have already met ahead of time and decided that we needed to come up with a um, catastrophe plan, if you will, I guess, um, where I get on and they said, okay, we have an agenda for the meeting today, but first and foremost, we want to talk about something that we realize is really important that we discuss right now. What if what's happened today were to happen in the future on the day of a launch or on the day of something that we have something going on in our business that's important? I mean, first of all, I was like, what? This is so cool. They thought of this already? Like, I have a team that's that supportive. And then I was like, oh this is so cool. We're going to have a plan for what to do if this happens again. And we made some pretty strategic decisions about certain things that we have launching and that we have going on and, and moved some things around um, because of that. And then we just talked about what we would do to transition and pivot, if you will, uh, or stay agile when things like that were to come up. So that was like, I was just so, so happy, proud, impressed, and another reminder of why I love my team so much that they thought ahead of that. Cause I don't know that I would have gotten, I probably would have gotten on and been like, can you believe Instagram and Facebook down? And then that, yeah, like, ah, and then that would have been it. But I like, I like being able to show up and be easygoing and know that my team has things handled in areas where I don't have to worry about it. And then I just get to be that like, okay, I'm, I mean, I think I'm pretty easygoing. And for the most part, that's where I enjoy being. Yeah. I want to get all up in arms about stuff. Yeah, which makes our lives a lot easier, I will say, because you're never like so strict on something or just like unwilling to budge if something could be improved in a certain way. Like there's never been a time where I've come to you and been like, okay, here's what I think about XYZ. I really think we could switch it up for more success. You've never been like, eh, sorry, I don't want to hear that. Like, Right. You never just like shut me down. Usually we discuss it. Most of the time you're pretty willing to try whatever, but you know, probably most of the time I'm like, yeah, okay, let's do it. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, well, how will that work? Tell yeah. me what that looks like. Right. Okay. I can get behind that. Let's do it. Yeah. Cool. Let's try yeah, it out. Right. I mean, yeah. right. Most of the time, I think with like the trial and error game with stuff like this, if it sucks, you change it. Yeah. Welcome to entrepreneurship. Right. Yeah. You have to be flexible. And especially when you're working with multiple people, I think maybe some people are solopreneurs because they're resistant to flexibility and bringing more people in requires that. Yes. I know so you've this is that triggering too. to you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just think a lot of people could be slightly more flexible. And I think when it boils down to it, if you allow your team to do what they do without breathing down their neck, they will step up way more than you expect them to. Yep. Every yep. time. 100%. You guys both come through all the time. Like you're good at things that I want to let you be good at. Yeah. And the more I do that, the easier it is for all of us and uh, the quicker we all get fed. Yes. It's 
so true. And like we were talking before about how the right support system really affects the way that the business can run. And I sort of compared it to like a cheerleader pyramid. I was not a cheerleader, so I'm sorry if that's the wrong term. But when you see a cheerleader pyramid, there's one person on top and usually like five to six on the bottom. And without those five to six people doing what they do best, the person on top can't be up there doing what she does best or he does best. And I think the same thing applies to a team. If you have the right support, you know, no, no wobbly foundation on the cheerleader pyramid, but if you have the right team, everything else seems to go a lot smoother. I don't know how I feel about being over teamed, overstaffed, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think if everyone is working in their zone of genius, yes, it's going to be better. Yeah. Well, it's like a too many cooks in the kitchen. Like there can be, you know, issues with being over teamed or overstaffed because what if there's duplicate roles or, you know, you want to hire so that everybody knows what their, what their role is. But yeah, I think it's important to probably hire before you think you're ready and sometimes hire more than what you think you need, just because there's certain areas that you don't even realize that you're going to need support in. That's like you said, it's going to help you grow and enjoy the growth and enjoy the success more and bring on more success because of it. Yeah, actually, a lot of people ask me like all the time, when do I build a team? When do I build a team? When do I bring people on? Mm-hmm. When, 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 when? Yesterday. Like, yeah. Yeah. Five minutes ago. Yep. I don't think there's a wrong time necessarily. Of course, I think there are probably moments where it makes more sense in certain ways. You know, if your business is really expanding, like get on it. If it makes sense financially for you, do it, even if it's like slightly uncomfortable because your business will grow as a result of the right team member every time. Yep. Well, that's where we were last year when we brought you on. We were in this growth. I mean, I was in this growth where I was seeing things that I'm like, okay, Carly and I are doing the best we can, but we need somebody else as well. And we were in the growth to six figures when we brought you on. And by December, we had hit it and there was an ease and flow, not that business isn't hard and you don't have to you know, put in hard work, but there was a different ease and flow in letting some of those roles and some of those, those things that I had been doing go so that we could get to that point as a company. And that's one of the biggest reasons why we did. Yeah, I agree. I think also people are scared to hire because they feel like it's going to hurt them financially to invest in someone. I think it's any kind of investment. People have that fear. The risk factor is big, mm-hmm. but I always kind of counter with what are you missing by not investing? Yep. That's what are exactly. you losing out on because you're not investing in a team member? And you know, I think that the first team member especially looks different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Some people might really need like a Carly, like that tech VA mm-hmm. who can do all the behind the scenes ops, that type of thing. Some people it might make more sense to hire a copywriter first or even lead gen or, you know, whatever it is. But I do think ultimately not hiring a team member will hurt you way more than the financial investment to hire one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and we have to put out sometimes more in order to start to receive more and start to see that growth. And I think that's one of the hardest things as a new entrepreneur. Yeah, you're going to have to invest money before you bring in money in. And what I use all the time is an analogy, like 
I don't own a house, but I, I certainly know people who own a house most of the time did not write a check for that house. Uh, no, they made an investment and they are making payments each month in their mortgage that like for what, 30 years most of the time. Well, you don't know for all 30 years how you're going to be making that money to bring in to pay the mortgage, but you've just made a decision. I'm going to figure this out. If you have kids, you probably don't have the two or $3 million that it takes to raise that kid from age zero to age 18. But you just said, you know what? I'm going to have this kid because I want the kid and I'm going to figure out how to support the kid and how to get them, you know, raised from, from the time I have them to the time that they leave the house. And I look at team in the same way and look at investments in my businesses the same way. Well, I'm, I'm doing this business. There's not going to come a time where I'm like, well, I tried that and it didn't work out. I mean, we can always change our mind about things, but I look at it in the same way. I'm making investments about something that's growing and I don't need to have all the answers for two years from now, how it's going to look. What no. I know is right now I need the support and it's going to help me grow with where I am right now. Yeah, it's true. I think it's also important to note that the job that I do with you now is not identical to the job that I did a year ago, over a year ago. No, it's okay. I think for that's a really to- great point. It's much different. It looks much different than it did when I first started working with you. And it's important to note that I think the right fit is more important sometimes than the entire skill set. Correct. Because I'm certainly much better at what I do now just because of time mm-hmm. and, you know, effort and courses and right. whatever. I'm much further ahead than I was when I first started working with you, but so are you. And we grew together. And I think it's important to note that you can't expect a like completely finished team member right when you hire right out the gate. I think that's the toughest that in that, like I said, with my first VA hire, I didn't understand that it wasn't just like, like there's time to grow together. Just like what you said with dating. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Like you're excited about the possibility, but like you still need to get to know this person and find out how you guys work best together. And there is a gestation period, I suppose, or a probationary period where you're just kind of figuring those things out together and getting to know each other. And you're right. Last year at this time, it looked very different than it does right now. And there was a point where I was still like looking at emails that you were writing just to make sure that they made sense for what I was looking to, you know, the messaging that I was looking to put out. I don't look at any emails now. I just know you're going to write exactly what needs to be written because you know what you're doing. And I trust you to do the job that I hired you to do. Yeah, I think it's important also to say that you trust me, but don't expect to have that trust in the first no. minute. No. On either end, you know, because you never know from my end, let's say, a client potentially could come to me and say, I know we have a three-month contract left, but I really just want to stop working together. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess, from your perspective, could have been like, okay, I'm out, you know, find someone else to write your emails or, you know, whatever. So I think building that trust is a little, it's way more important than people talk about. Yeah. It's under discussed. It Well, it's a relationship like any other relationship where you get to know each other and you're building trust over time and you're better together after a certain period of time of getting to know each other. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like I was saying before with Carly and I, like we can anticipate now what you need. But like the first day I started working with you, I wasn't like, ooh, I know she's going to need X, Y, Z. You just don't know someone. It's it's like anything else just takes time. So I do think it all ties into the patience piece. You have to give it time to evolve a little bit and see how they mesh with your business and the rest of your team. And if it's a really great fit personality-wise and their skills are there, I would say that's a really, it's a green flag. 
Yeah, there you go. It's a great slide. Well, and I love that you're, you've said a couple of times, like personality wise, like let's look at the person themselves, their personality. Do we mesh well? Do we like spending time together? And do they have some of the skills that I'm looking to fill in, in the company? And the rest, they'll grow into it. Like you said, some of the stuff you're doing for me now, I wouldn't have known last year at this time that I wanted or needed you to do. Yeah, I wouldn't have any involved. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's evolved as your role, as you've grown in the role. And that's one of the coolest things that I can say from being in the position that I'm in with both you and Carly and Chelsea and a, a couple of the other people that, that are on the team. It's like, you're all doing different things for me now yeah. than not completely different. Some of, the, some of the things you're still doing the same, but you've evolved and you've grown in who you are and the trust was built and the relationship was formed in, in a, a stronger way. And it's like, oh you're good at this too. Okay. Let, like, you know, or even like when we were in Hilton Head, you were like, Hey, here's what I want to start doing for you. I see an opportunity with, and it was something else with podcasts. And you came to me and brought that up. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought of it, or maybe I would have eventually, but I just, I love how it just, once you get to know each other better, you're able to contribute in new ways and, and more um, stronger ways as a team, because we're growing as a company. Yes, I agree. And I think that your willingness to invest in us in that way is reflected. Mm -hmm. So I would say as important as it is to build the right team, it's important to keep the right team. Yes. And company culture is super important. Yes. So if all of your team meetings are kind of miserable and you're not really showing that you care about your team members, that I think is even worse than not having a team. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. even like while I'm in Italy, I mean, I know two weeks before I left, you guys were like, well, we can change the time and we can figure out a different time. Because for me, the meeting was at 10 p.m. Right. I was like, well, first of all, I know you guys have other things during that day. And, and so do I. So I'm OK with meeting that late at night because I like our team meetings. I think they're fun. Like, I'll figure it out at 10 o'clock. I'll still be. And I was. I mean, I was actually waking to like four in the morning. I think that's, that's <laughs> I'm not quite adjusted yet to the time zone. Um, but I look forward to it. I like our meetings on Mondays because I like both of you and, and we have fun together. And I think that's a big piece of why we work well together. Yes, I agree. Well, it's, it's like the friendship thing. Like you really shouldn't feel like it's pulling teeth to be friendly mm -hmm. with your team members. And it should never be all the time. You, Nicole Voxer's me, just for all of you listening. We don't ever type to each other. Well, I won't say ever, but like 1% of the time. It's a voice message most of the time. And yep. I think probably 60 or 70% of the time, you're like, hey, girl, okay, here's what's up. Like, yep. you're not talking to me like we're having like this formal relationship. Yeah. We can approach each other in a casual way because we're casual with each other, like right. friends. Right. Well, like you so. said, we've gone to dinners together. We've hung out together. Like there's an element of like, we like each other. We like spending time together. And there's times where I'm like just a quick boxer and I'm like, hey, can you do this? Yeah, sure. Not because I'm like barking orders at you, but it's no. just like, okay, I was in the middle of something and it's quick. And then there was that time recently where I called you Carly and I was like, what so was that? <laughs> and you said on the boxer back to me, you were like, why did you just call me Carly? I was like, I don't know what happened. I, know what I was like, because <laughs> we don't call you Carly, we call you Carl. Right. Yeah. 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 But even Absolutely. that, like, even that element of familiarity yeah. is underrated and a lot of people don't have that with their team and they should. Well, and I've also gotten to watch both of you. I don't know if I want to say grow up, but like I watched both of you get married over the last year. I, both, I watched both of you leave your jobs over the last year. Like we're doing life 
in many ways together, as well as business. You know, you guys are certainly supporting me on my three plus month trip that I'm on from, you know, my road trip to my now trip to Italy. And it's like, you know, we're in each other's lives more, more than just in each other's businesses as well. Right. I agree. I think it's important to note that that type of relationship doesn't happen by accident and you have to seek it out. Right. So if you're looking to build a team that is similar to ours in terms of comfort and just how well we run, Mm -hmm. then it has to be intentional. You know, there was never a time where I was going to work with a client that I didn't have this type of relationship with. Right. I won't say never, but not since really establishing my business. I wasn't going to work with someone that I didn't have this type of relationship with. So you have to be willing to set that boundary too. Like if I don't want to hang out with her, if I don't want to chat with her at our, like half of our team meetings are just us like bullshitting. Yeah. Just chatting. Cause yeah. you guys let me get off topic all the time. And I'm like, Oh, how about this? Or how about that? And like, we, right. we bring it back, but yeah, it's, it's fun to go there too. Yeah, it's true. And, and I think it's necessary. Agreed. Like, I'm not trying to show up on a team meeting and just do business. Like, that's boring to me. That, Like, I get that we have things to address. Right. And I want to fully support both of you in what you need from me in order to do the job that you are looking, you know, that that you need to do. And if we're going to be there, we might as well have fun. What's the point of it? You know, we've got hearts coming through from Carly on that. She's had a couple of funny, funny comments. She said, I have to read this one to you because you'll crack up. She said, um, first of all, oh, yes, laughing at all the things we've learned about each other, what we enjoy doing and don't enjoy doing. And she said, I have to find it. I told Carl, we don't eat when we have work days. (laughs) And she was like, oh, no. (laughs) She did tell me that. And I was like, that's not going to work. So Carl, Carl got us right in that area. We always get fed, well fed while we're with Carl. She makes sure of it. And then I think, you know, one thing that I also want to brag about with both of you, there's such buy-in from both of them that sometimes we get on team meetings and just like I told you earlier, they've had a meeting already or like I'll have a separate meeting sometimes with Carly throughout the week if there's some kind of, you know, because Carly's in charge of my um, customer service in a lot of ways. So there's different times throughout the week that I have to check in with her and say, hey, what's going on with this? And she's like, oh, Carl and I talked today and we were working on like they'll have meetings outside of our meeting to work on whatever they need to do to make sure that they're getting their job done. Right. Because there's all different things that we're like passing and, and going back and forth with each other. So that to me is another way where I feel so supported that they're taking care of what they need to take care of. And they're not bothering me with it. Not not that it would ever be bothering me, but but oh, in a way, fine. it's like I don't need to be bothered with that. And I love that. And there's such buy-in there and they care so much about our company that they're willing to do that and go above and beyond and make sure that what needs to get done gets done. Yeah. It's important for your team members to like each other as much as they like you. Yeah. Yeah. Because that makes everything easier. I'm not ever like, oh gosh, I have to check with Carly about an email. Like, right. no. Right. <laughs> if your team members feel that way about each other, they shouldn't. And it's very important that, that I mean, Okay. Carly and I probably hit it off better initially just because we have the same name. But even after that, like we've continued to get to know each other and we actually care. You know, we have lots in common, which I guess Mm -hmm. is kind of a coincidence, but you should have at least a little bit in common with your other team members. 
And even at the other teams that I'm on, all of the other team members are amazing. And right. there are people I could go out with and, you know, right. go to dinner or hang out with or whatever. So I think that's important to know too, you know, everyone should be able to work together, not just with you as a common denominator. Yep. Agreed. And I think even like what we've talked about earlier, like, you know, the event that we did in the spring, the laughter yoga, which was really funny. That had nothing to do with business, but I think those parts are really important so that we are bonding and connecting as a team and getting to know each other in a different way than just, oh, you do the opt-in page. Okay. I'll write the emails. Okay. Nicole's going to do the video. It's like, Oh, remember that time when we were all like embarrassed because we were laughing like fools together on this like laughter yoga thing that we did. Or I think the team retreat that we did in Hilton Head was a big game changer as well, because that was the first time you and Carly actually met in person. Although I had met both of you and hung out with both of you before, that was a game changer as well. And and I think that's like what we were saying earlier, a big piece of it's not just you investing in the hire, it's investing in the person and the team itself by doing things that aren't just business related. Yeah, I agree. And it builds way more of the relationship out. It's like hanging out with your work friends outside work. You learn things about them and you are able then to tie that into your business relationship. You know, like if you know that someone like I'll share, you know that my husband's been away for a long time. And when he first went away, you're, I think you were like, how's it going? Is everything okay? You know, like you're invested. Uh, or how's Reagan? I see her popping in there in the back. Like I know Carl. Carl had a yeah. Carl. Carl had a daughter a couple of uh, months ago, and that was exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just things like that, and like you know her name. You yeah. know, it's personal information. It's not just like okay, I don't care about you. Can you just talk to me about the emails for this week? Right. Sometimes I forget to talk about the emails because. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, or Reagan or Cassie or something else. Um, yeah. yeah, Carly Carly said at the retreat, this is true, actually. At the retreat, multiple ladies said, this is the first time you've all met. Mm-hmm. And I think that was surprising for a lot of them, which it was the first time we met in person, but I feel like I've known her forever. Yeah. yeah. That's one thing I love about the two of you. You just, you you do. You're like the same person in a lot of ways um, with some of the little quirks and little things that both of you have discovered that you both do. And it's just fun to get to know each other in that way and really bond as a team and as a company. And I've just loved every bit of working with both of you. Me too. It's a very non-work feeling type of work. (laughs) And yet we do some really good work. And that's, we do. I mean, we all know our girl, Jan. Joy is a revenue generating activity. And I think we do a really good job of bringing a lot of joy to everything that we do. And that energy is felt in in what we produce and, and do as a company. Yes. I agree. And I think like one, one last thing just to tie it up because it's relevant to our relationship. If you're looking for good team members, ask someone, you know, my entire client base currently as a copywriter are all people that were introduced to me by Nicole. And if you need a team member for whatever role, the best possible place to find them is from someone else's team. Yeah. Because then you know that they're functional. It's not like you're starting from scratch. You have a little bit of common ground and you can use someone else's experience as a little bit of background knowledge, whereas, you know, anyone else, it's kind of clean slate. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I just told you, don't, for, don't forget where you came from. Don't forget who your name was. I'm just kidding. I think everyone <laughs> else knows. They're like, oh, we, we can't mess this up or <laughs> Nicole's going to be mad. Right. Well, 
and I, you know, I think um, too, like even to your point, every time we're on a team meeting and there's some new, like recently there was a new project and I was like, and I come to you every time. I'm like, okay, who do you know that can help me with this? You have probably referred at least three or four people to me um, from somebody that creates some of the gifts that I give to somebody that can create some of the workbooks that I'm creating. It's like, I just go to you and say, okay, we're doing this project. Who do you know that can help me with this? Because ultimately, just because I have two team members doesn't mean that either one of them has the skill set or wants to have the skill set to do certain things. But I rely on them to say, who do you know that can do this? And then they just refer me to somebody and get the right person in, in, uh, in front of me. I think it's super helpful just to have that kind of frame of reference. You can ask anyone. I mean, it could either be the CEO themselves or a team member. Yeah. You know, I've brought other team members onto other teams that I'm on just because I know I get along with them. I know they're good at what they do. And so because we have that trust, you say, okay, great. Sounds good. Yep. And it yeah. keeps it super simple on all of us and, uh, and makes it more fun. So yeah, I love it. Okay. Well, I think they're really clear. We like, love each other. We love what we do. We think we're pretty damn good at working together as a team. So there's the message. That's it. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Thanks for coming. Anything Anything else you want to share, Carl, with um, with everybody just from your experience and what you know, because you've been doing this now for a while. And I know there's a lot of people who um, probably look at, at what we have and go, oh my gosh, that's, that's really cool. I want the same thing. What do you want to leave them with? I would just say, don't rush it and don't push it. Mm-hmm. Take your time finding the right team and don't try to force things that aren't working because like anything else, if a discovery call is a no, there are a hundred yeses. Same thing with team members. One person doesn't work out. There are a hundred people who will. And I think that is probably comforting to people who are having a tough time with their team right now. So I would just say, don't, don't try to force something that's not working and don't try to build the perfect team. Rome wasn't built in a day. Neither was our business the way that it is right now. <laughs> it's just a process and it can't be, it can't really be rushed or fabricated. Yeah. And enjoy it while you're going through it. I mean, we've evolved a lot as a team and I think it's just been, you know, through the growing pains and the learning curves. It's like, we're also still laughing through a lot of it and we're learning along the way. We've had some We've had some failures. We've had some flops. We've had some major successes. And we just keep going and learning. That's the way it goes. Yeah. Life, business. That is so true. It's life. Yeah. It's business. Just learn to enjoy it as you're going through it. So, yeah. Carl, thank you so much. This was awesome. Like, I feel like we could just keep going and going for hours and hours. Oh, and yeah. uh, <laughs> as usual, like... I love talking to you and I just really appreciate everything you shared and everything you do for our company and just how you show up so powerfully for all of us um, in the role that you do. So thank you. And thank you for being here today. And I know everybody got a lot out of this. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I couldn't ask for a better team really. And, and I don't think I said this, but you're my longest lasting client and I have no intention of letting you go, but I appreciate I think even now from where we are, because of how long we've spent together, you have even more of an appreciation for sure for, for where we came from. For sure. Yeah. You look back and you're like, wow, we've, we've gone through all this together. Like this is awesome. And it's, you're right. You appreciate it so much more because of that. So love both of you, love the team, love everything that we do together. And so happy that I could have you here today. We'll have to do all three of us. Okay. Yeah. Carly, hopefully you're still listening. Carly, if you're on, this is this wouldn't be her favorite. Thing. I did make her go live with me last December. I finally got Carly on video with me last December so that we could celebrate. 
um, and, and had her on because, you know, both of you, they hear me talk about Carly and Carl all the time, but they don't always get to see the behind the scenes. And I think this is really fun and uh, we'll have to do it all together. I think that would be really cool. I like it. Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. Yeah. All right. We're putting in the work. All right, everybody, thank you so much for being here. Please leave your favorite takeaways. I know a lot of you have been leaving comments. I'm going to go back through and look at all of them. Um, thank you for being here. I know you got a lot of value out of it. Let us know. Thoughts grow stronger when shared. So let us know what you learned. And uh, I look forward to seeing all of you real soon. Love you all. All right, that is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this, subscribe because there's more good stuff coming your way. Also, leave a review. It would mean so, so much to me and it would help others who are considering listening to this podcast to understand how amazing it is. And while you're at it, why not share with a friend? And by the way, one last thing, I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. So you got a couple options. You can check me out on Instagram at Healthy Steps with Nicole. You can find me in my private Facebook group, Nicole Sales Superstars, or you can go to my website, healthystepswithnicole.com. I would love to hear from you, and I can't wait.